Don't worry about what you have or don't have to give. Giving proportionately of what we are provided relieves the pressure of worrying about what you have or don't have. We rely on the Lord as our source, and we give according to that. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. When the Apostle Paul was encouraging the believers in Corinth, he had something interesting to say about living in excellence. This is what he said. But just as you excel in everything... In faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in your love for us. See that you excel also in this grace of giving. You see, Paul wanted them to understand that just like you could grow and achieve excellence in all these other areas, you need to excel in the area of giving. He said, see that you also excel in this. So I think it's important that no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, you should strive for excellence in giving. So I want to share with you a few simple things we can all do to become better givers. And these few reminders come from something that's sometimes called the principle of proportionate provision. And what that means is that God's provision dictates our proportion. In other words, what he provides us determines what we give. If he gives a little, then from that little we are to give. And if he gives us a lot, an abundance, from that abundance we are to give accordingly. Do you remember the story of Elijah and the widow of Zarephath? Well, the land was in severe drought, and Elijah was trusting God daily for his daily bread, literally. And the Lord sent him to this widow, and he asked her to make him a cake with the last supplies that was to be her last meal before starving to death. And she did. Well, her provision was very small. 
But her giving by proportion was extremely large. So, of course, God miraculously kept her supplies full for every meal for her and Elijah and her family until the drought was over. So centuries before Paul spoke of excellence, the widow of Zarephath certainly excelled in this grace of giving that he was talking about. There's three more things that we can do to excel in giving. First, don't worry about what you have or don't have to give. Giving proportionately of what we are provided relieves the pressure of worrying about what you have or don't have. We rely on the Lord as our source, and we give according to that. The second thing is give in proportion to everything that you receive. Giving proportionately involves much more than money. Whatever God has given you in whatever measure, in your time and your talent, or your wealth, give him a generous proportion of all of your resources. And finally, to excel in giving, be thankful. Just be thankful. Be it with a little or be it with a lot. You know, many times people with little know how to be thankful for what they have better than people with a lot. That's because they're not distracted by having so much stuff. So it's important that we excel in being thankful. Remember that Paul said, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. Paul knew that spiritual growth and blessings come from becoming an excellent giver. And I believe as we strive for excellence in this area, that God will expand our vision, strengthen our faith, and then he provides all that we need to fulfill his purpose for his glory in Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? Excellence in giving. As Christians, we are meant to be different from those in the world. Stay tuned to hear how we are meant to be men and women with a different spirit. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But first I want to talk about how important it is to have a positive attitude in our life. How many believe it's important for a Christian to have a positive attitude? 
Well, I want you to know that a positive attitude is important. And it's in, also, it's important to God that we have a positive attitude. I want to start uh, by explaining this, by telling you this funny story. Okay, here we go. Joe received a parrot for his birthday. The parrot was fully grown with a bad attitude and a worse vocabulary. He was always rude to everyone he saw. Joe tried to change the bird's attitude. He would teach him polite words. He played soothing music. He tried everything, but nothing worked. The harder he tried, the ruder the bird got. Finally, in a moment of desperation, Joe put the parrot in the freezer where he kept the meat. For a few moments, he heard the bird squawking and kicking and screaming, and then suddenly, all was quiet. Frightened that he might have actually hurt the bird, Joe quickly opened the freezer door. The parrot stepped out onto Joe's arm and said, Joe, I'm so sorry that I offended you with my language and my actions. Please accept my humble apology. Joe was astounded at the change in the attitude of this bird. He was about to ask him what caused it when the parrot said, By the way, Joe, may I ask, what did the chickens do? <laughs> he had an attitude change in the freezer, you see. And you know, we all struggle from time to time to go through life with a positive attitude. But I, was, I rediscovered an ancient story in the Word this week that reminded me of why we have to develop a good attitude. The story goes way back to when Moses and the children of Israel were on the brink of entering into the promised land that God had promised them. So Moses sends some guys into the land as spies to check things out. And when they get over there, they find out that the place is great with lots of fertile land and crops and water. But they also find that there are lots of people there. There are great armies and great cities. And they even ran across some giants. So when they get back, Moses calls like this town meeting and he wants to know what they discovered. Well, 10 out of the 12 spies that went were convinced that they didn't have a chance if they went into the land. Well, they acknowledged that the land was everything that God had promised, but their enemies were too strong. The giants were too big. And if they went in, they would surely all die. But then one man, a man named Caleb, stepped up to the microphone. Okay, I don't think they had microphones. And he said... Listen, we should go and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. And you know what I thought of when I read that? Who does that sound like? Have you ever heard Pastor Des stand right where I am right now and say, Come on, Bethesda, let's do it. That's what I thought of. You are Caleb, my friend. Well, anyway, back to my story. It was two against ten. And all the people got scared, and no matter what Moses and Caleb said, they wouldn't go in. They were right there, 
I mean, at the border, but their negative attitude is what won the day. And then the story gets really ugly because God was not amused. He didn't appreciate their negative attitude. Not only did he see that the ten negative thinking spies met an untimely death, but he banished the children of Israel for another 40 years. All of those negative people would never see the land God promised. All that is except Caleb and Joshua. And let me tell you about Caleb. Let me tell you what the Lord said about Caleb. He said this, None of them will ever see the land I promised, but because my servant Caleb, listen to this, has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land and, I'll, and his descendants will inherit it. So you know, with everything that goes on in our lives today, would, would you ever believe that our attitude would have such important consequences? This story shows us that when we become a child of God, we're meant to be men and women with a different spirit. Caleb witnessed the same things the others did. He saw the fortified cities and the giants. The difference was that his attitude wasn't based on what he saw, but on who he knew. The others were living in fear. Caleb was living in faith. They were dwelling on their weakness. Caleb was counting on God's strength. They were focused on giants. Caleb was focused on God. They saw defeat in their future, but Caleb knew victory belonged to God. They were doubters. Caleb was a believer. They saw the problems. Caleb saw the possibilities. You see, Caleb had a different spirit. And did you know that 40 years later, Caleb, then 85 years old, as he readied himself to finally step onto the promised land. He said, I'm as strong today as the day that Moses sent me out. I'm ready to go to battle. Now give me this country that the Lord has promised me. All those years of struggle. And Caleb was still a man with a different spirit. What about you? Do you have a different spirit today? There's a good bet that whatever giants or obstacles that you're facing today, that there are ten people being negative around you just like Caleb had. But let me tell you something. God wants you to have a different spirit. You are too blessed to be stressed. Anybody can complain and be negative. You just have to say, I may have problems but I'm not discouraged. God is in control here. I have the favor of God in my life. I refuse to let anything or anyone steal the joy that I have or dampen the confidence that I have in Him. If everyone says it's impossible, I'm still going to press on. There's victory in my DNA. And like Caleb, I have a different spirit and I'm well able to do it in Jesus' name. Will you receive that word this morning? Well, amen.
God expects us to influence others for His kingdom. Coming up, you will hear how we can really make a difference in the world with our skills of influence. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I depend on my tools and accessories to work hard as I do. Like my new case bright from Nebo Tools, the flashlight that is always with you. It's a protective case for your iPhone, featuring a high-powered flashlight, up to 12 times brighter than a standard smartphone light. The case bright is independently powered by an internal rechargeable lithium-ion battery that doesn't drain your phone's battery. It fits iPhone 6, 6S, 6 Plus, and 6 Plus S. The Nebo case bright may not change the world, but it might change your world. The Case Bright is perfect for me because, like me, it can handle more than one job at a time. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want to talk about stewardship for a minute. Now, stewardship, I don't really like the word. It sounds like an old word. In fact, it is an old English word that means management. And a little more modern version of stewardship that I would like is, is, was what Elvis used to call TCB. How many knows what that is? What is that? Taking care of business. That's right. The truth is our Father God, who is responsible for everything that we have, He expects us to be good stewards or managers of what He's given us. Now, I haven't always been a very good steward with money. When I was a little boy, I was, I was, if I was given any money, I would run down to the corner store and buy an RC Cola and a corny dog. And my brother would always uh, usually save his money. But I love corny dogs. I still have to resist the urge to buy one every time I pass the Sonic drive-in. But most of the time, we think stewardship is just about managing our money. But you see, it's much more than that. It's just as important to be a good steward with other things in our life as it is with our money. And God requires us to be good stewards with everything that we have control of. That's how he can fulfill his purpose for our life. How many know that God has a purpose for your life? You know, the Lord didn't create anything without a purpose. Even though I'm pretty sure that mosquitoes and guacamole came pretty close to being an accident. Because I'm not sure that they have a purpose. <laughs> but, let, but God definitely has a purpose for you. And one of the most important things that we have to be a good steward with is our influence. And influence is the power to affect how someone else acts or thinks or feels. God actually commands us to use our influence for good. The Lord said, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So he was saying, don't hide the truth from the people. Don't hide it. Share it. The Lord tells the disciples, you are the salt of the earth. Why, why would he say that? Well, what does salt do? It seasons. It preserves. To most of us, it improves the food. So being the salt of the earth means we're supposed to make a difference in those we come in contact with and those that we mix with. God also expects us to be the influencer 
and not the influencee. The word says in Jeremiah that we are to influence them and don't let them influence you. And we hate to admit it, but we know that we let the world sometimes influence us. I mean, what does it say that the best movie 45 years ago was The Sound of Music? 25 years ago, the best movie was Chariots of Fire. Do you remember that one? Now, the most popular movies the last few years is about teenage vampires and a boy wizard named Harry. So what can we do to be a steward of influence? We can start by recognizing who our circle of influence is. Practically everyone we come in contact with can be influenced in some way. Our family, our friends, co-workers, neighbors. You see, the issue is not can you have influence. It's with whom and what kind of influence that you're having. And then we have to develop our skills of influence. And you can get these skills by reading the word and by praying for wisdom. If only more politicians would try this method of influencing people, I think they'd be more successful. The word says, for the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And finally, if we want to make a difference in the world by influencing people, we can take a stand on the things that matter. We need to realize that what we do speaks much louder than what we say. Many people aren't influenced by what they hear as much as by what They see some people are hard to get to. I know a lot of people that are hard to get to. There's an old saying. Some people's minds are like concrete. They're thoroughly mixed up and permanently set. (laughs) Our friend Brent will understand that one. It's in the concrete business. But those hard to get to people will have to see you live a righteous life before, you're, before you can influence them. So here's the point. So being a good steward isn't just about managing your financial affairs. It's about appreciating the goodness and blessings of God so much that it becomes your personal mission statement that you want to share with the world. And I believe that when we prove we can be good stewards over some of what God has given us, and when we just... Dis- desire to be good stewards with all God has given us, then that's when God wants to give us more of everything for us to be good stewards over. Will you receive that word this morning into your life? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. 